And welcome once again to the 10 Minute Life Coach. This is a quick, quick, well, more or less quick and easy podcast. 10 minutes of an actual life lesson right up front, and then um, five minutes or so of the selling points on the back end. So you can get to learn more about what we do, what's going on, and what we're going to present to you in the future on the back end. But if you're just one of those people who wants to get the lesson in and get it done, we're going to take care of it in about 10 minutes on the front end. And we just ask you, please, just give us a little consideration of sticking around past the 10-minute mark. Today is a very simple lesson that goes back, sort of goes back to the origins of this podcast where I'm going to do something to sort of fill some time and throw in some definitions. But the whole point of today's lesson is that we're asking you to reach out to those folks who are reaching back at you with sticks and pitchforks and torches. We're asking you to hug your haters, detractors, and complainers. Let's start with some definitions. Definitions of haters. A person who greatly dislikes a specific person or being. A person who hates something. There you go. For detractors, we have a person who disparages something or someone. And the best definition I found was for complainers. A person who makes frequent complaints, usually about little things. And plenty of synonyms include uh, bellyacher, crybaby, fuss budget, one of my very favorite words, fuss spot, griper, kvetcher, and sniveler. Now, why are we asking you to show some love to people who are obviously showing you the hate? Well, because there are two great things you get from that. Number one, you get to do the opposite, which should be number two, but number one, you get to do the opposite. If you are showing love to those who hate, you will first get a chance to understand and get a chance to understand and realize what the person hating you for is hating you for. You get a chance to see things from their perspective and a chance to take it as feedback if possible. And when you do that, it allows you sort of the excuse to be a hater to other people. That's right. It's doing unto others as others are doing unto you. And so while it may not be fair for the people who are giving you all the grief and being detractors to what you're doing, it allows you to sort of c- complain and gripe and get your your things on for things that aren't working right as well. But in the process, you learn how to do it in a civil manner, in a manner that is more constructive. So when you let a lot of people to complain to you, it makes it a little easier to allow you to complain to other people. The caveat is you're doing it the right way. Now, the real reason, what should be the number one reason for this, is when you embrace the people who are giving you hate, they will more than more than, they're more incapable of giving you true reasons of why there is to hate you, and then you can, can deal with that as feedback, or you can deal with the people by eliminating them in the whole process. The part about complaining, the part about the hater thing is the hater thing really gets a bit of a bad rap because it's something that people easily throw against someone who is doing something that is pushing back on what they're doing. So if you're trying to be the next biggest uh, rock star and someone in your family is really telling you, you know what, you really need to go back and finish that degree, you can easily say this person's just being a hater. They don't understand your talent. They don't understand what you're trying to do. They don't believe in what you got going on. But in reality, they may believe in what you have going on even more than you do. They may know exactly what's going on. They may see the flaw in your game. They may see that you're not as good as you think you are, or they may see that you're not taking the right decisions, or you might be really good, but you're not actually putting in the work that needs to be done to make things happen. So a lot of the complaining, a lot of the hate, a lot of the detractions comes from you and the way you are presenting yourselves and this idea and this thing you want to do. So if you embrace the haters... If they're not actually people that are really just hating you for no reason, they are giving you this grief because they see either bigger potential in what you're doing 
or they're seeing something that's missing that's going to limit what you're actually doing. They're actually giving you great feedback. In fact, if somebody's not showing you some sort of hate in what you're doing, then there's something not so grand about what you're actually trying to pursue. That just means if no, there's no pushback, then there's you know, you're either in some sort of niche that nobody cares about or nobody literally cares about what you got going on. You're so little of a of a thought to them that you could do whatever you want to, good, bad, or whatever to yourself, and it doesn't really matter. Now, embracing those who hate because they just want to hate is a totally different thing. That's one way to do that. What, one reason why you're doing that is to disarm them from what's going on. You can easily disarm a bully by um, just uh, sort of giving in to them sometimes and showing okay, you're right, and stopping them in their tracks. When they say, give me your lunch money, and you say, okay, here you go. And they don't know what to do because you don't put up any resistance. That's something that throws them off. Now, I'm not saying you just hand over your lunch money to all the bullies, but I'm saying you be smart about how you embrace those folks who are giving you the grief. If someone is giving you a lot of just, just dirt for no reason whatsoever, other than the fact that maybe they're jealous of what you have and you're doing well and they can't, you just say, okay, accept it and go with it. Ask them for some some real feedback. Maybe they have some real feedback. Maybe they'll continue just kind of babbling for a bit. And then once you disarm them, you'll find either they'll just stop because you've thrown them off their game, they will start to embrace what you're doing and help you out, or if they really intend on continuing on the hate just for no reason, you know exactly who you need to find to eliminate from your life and detach yourself from their your contact with that person. Because some people aren't going to be haters just to be haters because they hate you, they hate themselves, they hate stuff. So that's going to happen. But a lot of the complaints you're hearing is not necessarily hate coming your way, but it's feedback. Actually, everything is feedback, but it's actual constructive criticism and real feedback you can use for your benefit. Sometimes it is kind of a wash. Sometimes it is just sort of a preference. Somebody just doesn't like loud music and you are a hard rock band, so you probably won't make them happy with most of what you're going to do, and that's fine. You realize that that's a group, that's a demo, that's an audience that you're never going to really satisfy. But if someone's giving you something that you you think about it and realize, hey, I could make this a little more sharper. Hey, I could do this a lot more efficiently. I could be better at this thing. It will make you think about what you got going on because someone shooting shooting real hate at you uh, will give you a reason to want to give up, but at the same time will remind you why you're doing this in the first place. As I already said, and this is the most important thing about this, if you're not seeing any resistance whatsoever, if no one's asking a question, why are we doing this, what good is this, can this really work, then you're not really doing anything that is going to be impactful to people. Even people during the civil rights movement when they were receiving plenty of hate because they were trying to change the way the world was working, a pretty daunting task for anyone to take on, and they received plenty of resistance there, realized exactly what they were fighting for because then it was a fight and it really was work, work as it looked at as a war against the real hate. Now we look back in the past and look at the civil rights movement of the 60s and wonder, you know, how did people actually live that way? And then people in this current time, this being recorded in 2016, can look at things in our current situation in the world and wonder how can we live this way in the future? Our children, the next generations will have that to look past as they, if we work through this thing. But as you're working through whatever you're working for, 
But not to be serious. It could be just you want to be a rock star. Maybe you want to be a writer. Maybe you think you have the, what it takes to be a college professor and your parents don't think that you are all that great in focusing and studying. It could be tiny resistance. It could be large resistance. You could be trying to literally change the world. You could be a president. You can be a person running for president, and you'll see plenty of people who rather not have you in charge telling you that you can't do it. If you believe you have a shot at it, you take the shot. But most importantly, you need to learn to embrace the hate, embrace the complaints, embrace all the detractions coming your way because those are real those are just obvious clues of what you need to work on to stir up your armor and keep yourself on your defenses make sure that you are ready for the battles you must take to go forward and some of those haters maybe not hate you as much as you think they do maybe it's a misunderstanding maybe it's just miscommunication and you can easily win over some haters uh, with the right gestures the right words and if you can't win them over well, then it's great to have someone with a big sign on their head that says, do not do not acknowledge me, ignore me, keep me away. It's great to know straight up what people need to eliminate for your life because they will tell you exactly that they're not down with what's going on. So embrace the hate, embrace the detraction, embrace the haters, the complainers, hug them as best as possible, bring them in to your fold, listen to what they have to say, and then work it out on the back end. Thank you so much for listening to today's message here for the 10-Minute Life Coach. We uh, enjoy giving you these messages. This is a five-year-old, more or less five-year-old podcast, which had uh, you know the unfortunate mess of having a four-year hiatus in between it. But we're glad to be back doing this thing. I say on the air because I work in radio daily. So on the air, on the internet air, glad to be with you. So that is you stuck around for us, a little housekeeping we're going to do here. And it's we do this on purpose, the main building uh, the main thought on building this podcast this way, even way back when, was to give you the message and then give you the housekeeping, the business stuff on the back end. It was something that I found uh, kind of weird and kind of distracting from the podcast when this this sort of format happened about four or five years ago, despite our four-year hiatus on the podcast. And it still goes that way. So we want to make sure you get the message, get the big stuff, and hopefully you will stick around for enjoy the stuff we do behind the scenes, make things going on. This should be episode number sixty-one. We had a uh, well, we had a, a we had a, a spot where we were episode up. We were recorded ahead of time, and then we actually got behind for a change. So episode sixty was recorded essentially the week of the show. This is recorded the right after that episode. Assuming we keep it in order, it's it's ready to go at sixty-one, and we're going to build up a couple more so we have some cushions, some room going on. But since we're more or less in the real time, more or less on actual stats, I'm going to take another week to thank you so much for listening to this podcast, uh, listening to the podcast itself, listening past the ten minutes and on to the rest of the full, more or less fifteen minutes podcast. Just picking it back up and sharing it with your friends and giving me the feedback you've given me for having this thing back. Some of you were really happy to see this thing back, and and I'll end up happy to see me back into the podcasting business, back into the positivity business. Never actually went away, just this podcast faded off for a while. Glad to see this thing is back. This is not so much the flagship anymore, but we're going to keep this thing going as long as we can, as best we can, and hopefully sponsor-free inside of it as we can uh, because that's the important part of this podcast. So much learning comes from this podcast for, for you and from me and getting it done every single week. So thank you so much for listening. Other numbers have not only stabilized, but we're seeing steady growth 
every single week in downloads and responses. What we're not seeing, unfortunately, is lots of reviews on the sites where people are picking this up, at least where we're seeing people pick it up. The main uh, audience for this podcast happens to be on Stitcher Radio. It was where it essentially grew before, and all the big audiences there for uh, to pick it up because it instantly comes down into your feed. So if you're a Stitcher fan, uh, go to Stitcher and make sure you leave a review so we can get more people seeing this higher in the uh, listings of the podcast. Right now, last time I checked, this was a top 3,000 podcast, which is great considering there are like tens of thousands of podcasts in the whole system. But, you know, 100 would be pretty awesome, and um, that's asking a lot. But give us a couple reviews, and we'll move further and further up in the rankings there. We're also on Spreaker, which is the main host for the files. So if you're a Spreaker fan and follow us on Spreaker, thank you very much. Uh, share that with your friends. We're on iTunes, of course. Everyone's on iTunes. You can find this on Google Play as well. And Blueberry is uh, another host that says they're a pretty big host, but... Blueberry doesn't give us a lot of response for the listeners. If you're listening to us, Blueberry, uh, let us know. Give a uh, give a review there, and just shoot out a shout out to us so we know what's going on. You can contact me via the website ten minutelifecoach.com, where this thing lives. Also, you can contact me uh, via email anytime at info at j cleveland like the city p a y n e dot net. The letter j cleveland like the city p a y n e dot net because my name is of course. Jay Cleveland Payne. That's how it works there. Uh, anything you want to ask, go ahead. We also have two other podcasts that are going pretty well right now. One is Steps to Your Better You. The other one is Business Questions Answered Here. Their websites, uh, yourbetteryou.info and businessquestionsanswereredhere.com. Your Better You also a blog for healthy, wealthy, and wise tips for your life and your personal and your business development professional development check those out as well coming up on the 14 minute mark so we're just going to wrap this thing up this podcast now has very little in the way of form except for up front we have the lesson in the back end we give you maybe five minutes worth of the selling point stuff and that's what we're doing right now so uh you've got the email address jclevenpain.net our website which will be upset updated to be more professional looking hopefully soon jclevenpain.net and of course Find me wherever you can all over the place at various different spots where I'm writing and talking about. Find me on LinkedIn. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. Just find me, and we'll have a conversation. I'll talk to you again in another week or so with another 10-minute life lesson in the 10-Minute Life Coach.